Hey, welcome to the Frotter H Reading Podcast. I am Frotter H. In this podcast recording, when and wherever you're hearing it, I'll be reading a series of 22 texts taken from the received writings of Aleister Crowley. These texts are intended to correspond to the days from March 20th to April 10th, which are the days from the vernal equinox to the three days that mark the writing of the Book of the Law. I'll be reading one text for each day. Each reading can be corresponded to one of the 22 tarot cards of the Major Arcana, beginning with the Universe, or World, card, and moving in order toward the Fool card. These 22 readings are part of a year-long cycle of readings developed by James A. Eshelman. Since I didn't want to put 22 separate episodes of this podcast online, this episode contains multiple days and multiple texts. Please look at the show notes for the details about where in each episode the day's recording begins. Even though I just told you that there's only one reading per day, the first day, March 20th, the vernal equinox, has one reading for the morning and one reading for the evening. And also, as always, there will be mispronunciations. So let's begin this three-week series. Good morning. This is the reading that corresponds to the morning of March 20th, the morning of the vernal equinox. This corresponds to the universe card. It comes from Liber 65, and it is chapter 1. I am the heart, and the snake is entwined about the invisible core of the mind. Rise, O my snake, it is now the hour of the hooded and holy ineffable flower. Rise, O my snake, into brilliance of bloom on the corpse of Osiris afloat in the tomb. O heart of my mother, my sister, mine own, thou art given to Nile to the terror Typhon. Ah, me, but the glory of the ravening storm enswathes thee and wraps thee in frenzy of form. Be still, O my soul, that the spell may dissolve as the wands are upraised and the aeons revolve. Behold, in my beauty how joyous thou art, O snake that caresses the crown of mine heart. Behold, we are one, and the tempest of years goes down to the dusk, and the beetle appears. O beetle, the drone of thy dolorous note be ever the trance of this tremulous throat. I await the awaking. The summons on high from the Lord Adonai, from the Lord Adonai. Adonai spake unto VVVVV, saying, There must ever be division in the word, for the colors are many, but the light is one. Therefore, 
Thou writest that which is of mother of emerald, and of lapis lazuli, and of turquoise, and of alexandrite. Another writeth the words of topaz, and of deep amethyst, and of gray sapphire, and of deep sapphire with a tinge of blood. Therefore do ye fret yourselves because of this. Be not contented with the image. I, who am the image of an image, say this. Debate not of the image, saying, Beyond! Beyond! One mounteth unto the crown by the moon, and by the sun, and by the arrow, and by the foundation, and by the dark home of the stars from the black earth. Not otherwise may ye reach unto the smooth point. Nor is it fitting for the cobbler to prate of the royal matter. O cobbler, mend me this shoe that I may walk. O king, if I be thy son, let us speak of the embassy to the king thy brother. Then there was silence. Speech had done with us a while. There is a light so strenuous that it is not perceived as light. Wolf's bane is not so sharp as steel, yet it pierceth the body more subtly. Even as evil kisses corrupt the blood, so do my words devour the spirit of man. I breathe, and there is infinite dis-ease in the spirit. As an acid eats into steel, as a cancer that utter utterly corrupts the body, so am I unto the spirit of man. I shall not rest until I have dissolved it all. So also the light that is absorbed. One absorbs little and is called white and glistening. One absorbs all and is called black. Therefore, O oh my darling, thou art black. O oh my beautiful, I have likened thee to a jet Nubian slave, a boy of melancholy eyes, Oh, the filthy one, the dog, they cry against thee, because thou art my beloved. Happy are they that praise thee, for they see thee with mine eyes. Not aloud shall they praise thee, but in the night watch one shall steal close and grip thee with the secret grip. Another shall privily cast a crown of violets over thee. A third shall greatly dare, and press mad lips to thine. Yea, the night shall cover all, the night shall cover all. Thou wast long seeking me. Thou didst run forward so fast that I was unable to come up with thee. O oh, thou darling fool, what bitterness thou didst crown thy days withal. Now I am with thee, I will never leave thy being, for I am the soft, sinuous one entwined about thee, heart of gold. My head 
is jeweled with twelve stars. My body is white as milk of the stars. It is bright with the blue of the abyss of stars invisible. I have found that which could not be found. I have found a vessel of quicksilver. Thou shalt instruct thy servant in his ways. Thou shalt speak often with him. The scribe looketh up. Uh, the scribe looketh upwards and crieth, Amen. Thou hast spoken it, Lord God. Further, Adonai spake unto V V V V V and said, Let us take our delight in the multitude of men. Let us shape unto ourselves a boat of mother-of-pearl from them, that we may ride upon the river of Amrit. Thou seest yon petal of amaranth, blown by the wind from the low sweet brows of Hathor? The magister saw it and rejoiced in the beauty of it. Listen! From a certain world came in an infinite wail. That falling petal seemed to the little ones a wave to engulf their continent. So they will reproach thy servant, saying, Who hath set thee to save us? He will be sore distressed. All they understand not that thou and I are fashioning a boat of mother-of-pearl. We will sail down the river of Amrit, even to the yew groves of Yama, where we may rejoice exceedingly. The joy of men shall be our silver gleam, their woe our blue gleam, all in the mother of pearl. The scribe was wroth thereat. He spake, O oh, Adonai and my master, I have borne the inkhorn and the pen without pay, in order that I might search this river of Amrit and sail thereon as one of ye. This I demand for my fee, that I partake of the echo of your kisses. And immediately it was granted unto him. Nay, but not therewith was he content. By an infinite abasement unto shame did he strive, then a voice. Thou strivest ever, even in thy yielding thou strivest to yield, and lo, thou yieldest not. Go thou unto the outermost places, and subdue all things. Subdue thy fear, and thy disgust, then yield. There was a maiden that strayed among the corn and sighed. Then grew a new birth, a narcissus, and therein she forgot her sighing and her loneliness. Even instantly rode Hades heavily upon her and ravished her away. Then the scribe knew the narcissus in his heart, but because it came not to his lips, therefore was he shamed and spake no more. Adonai spake yet again with VVVVV and said, The earth is ripe for vintage. Let us eat of her grapes and be drunken thereon. And VVVVV answered and said, O my lord, my dove, my excellent one, how shall this word seem unto the children of men? 
And he answered them, and he answered him, Not as thou canst see. It is certain that every letter of this cipher hath some value, but who shall determine the value? For it varieth ever according to the subtlety of him that made it. And he answered him, Have I not the key thereof? Am I clothed with the body of flesh? I am one with the eternal and omnipotent God. Then said Adonai, Thou hast the head of the hawk, and thy phallus is the phallus of Asar. Thou knowest the white, and thou knowest the black, and thou knowest that these are one, but why seekest thou the knowledge of their equivalents? And he said, That my work might be right? And Adonai said, The strong brown reaper swept his swath and rejoiced. The wise man counted his muscles, and pondered, and understood not, and was sad. Reap thou, and rejoice. Then was the adept glad, and lifted his arm. Lo, an earthquake, and plague, and terror on the earth, a casting down of them that sate in high places, a famine upon the multitude, and the grape fell ripe and rich into his mouth. Stained is the purple of thy mouth, O brilliant one, with the white glory of the lips of Adonai. The foam of the grape is like the storm upon the sea, the ships tremble and shudder, the shipmaster is afraid. That is thy drunkenness, O holy one, and the winds whirl away the soul of the scribe into the happy haven. O Lord God, let the haven be cast down by the fury of the storm. Let the foam of the grape tincture my soul with thy light. Bacchus grew old and was Silenus. Pan was ever Pan, forever and evermore throughout the aeons. Intoxicate the inmost, O my lover, not the outermost. So was it ever the same. I have aimed at the peeled wand of my God, and I have hit, yea, I have hit. This concludes the reading for the morning of March 20th. Good evening. This is the reading for the evening of March 20th. This is from Liber 7, Chapter 2. O my God, use thou me again always, forever, forever. That which came fire from thee cometh water from me. Let therefore thy spirit lay hold on me, so that my right hand loose the lightning. Traveling through space, I saw the onrush of two galaxies butting each other and goring like bulls upon the earth. I was afraid. Thus they seized fight and turned upon me, and I was sorely crushed and torn. I, would, I had rather have been trampled by the world elephant. O oh my God, thou art my little pet tortoise. Yet... Thou sustainest the world elephant. I creep under thy carapace, like a lover into the bed of his beautiful. 
I creep in, and sit in thine heart, as cubby and cozy as may be. Thou shelterest me, that I hear not the trumpeting of that world elephant. Thou art not worth an obol in the agora, yet thou art not to be bought at the ransom of the whole universe. Thou art like a beautiful Nubian slave leaning her naked purple against the green pillars of marble that are above the bath. Wine jets from her black nipples. I drank wine a while, agone in the house of Pertinax. The cup boy favored me and gave me of the right sweet Chion. There was a Doric boy, skilled in feats of strength, an athlete. The full moon fled away angrily down the rack. Ah, but we laughed. I was pernicious drunk. Oh, my God, yet Pertinax brought me to the bridal. I had a crown of thorns for all my dower. Thou art like a goat's horn from Astor. O thou god of mine, gnarled and crooked and devilish strong, colder than all the ice of all the glaciers of the naked mountain was the wine it poured for me. A wild country and a waning moon. Clouds scudding over the sky, a circuit of pines and of tall yews beyond, thou in the midst. O oh, all ye toads and cats, rejoice, ye slimy things, come hither, dance, dance to the Lord our God. He is he, he is he, he is he. Why should I go on? Why? Why comes the sudden cackle of a million imps of hell, and the laughter runs, but sickens not the universe, but shakes not the stars? God, how I love thee! I am walking in an asylum. All the men and women about me are insane. Oh, madness, madness, madness! Desirable art thou, but I love thee, O oh God! These men and women rave and howl, they froth out folly. I begin to be afraid, I have no check, I am alone, alone, alone. Think, O oh God, how I am happy in thy love. O oh marble pan, O oh false leering face, I love thy dark kisses, bloody and stinking. O oh marble pan, thy kisses are like sunlight on the blue Aegean. Their blood is the blood of the sunset over Athens. Their stink is like a garden of roses of Macedonia. I dreamt of sunset and roses and vines. Thou wast there, O oh my God, thou didst habit thyself as an Athenian courtesan, and I loved thee. Thou art no dream. O oh, thou, too beautiful alike for sleep and waking, I disperse the insane folk of the earth. I walk alone with my little puppets in the garden. I am gargantuan great. Yon galaxy is but the smoke ring of mine incense. Burn thou strange herbs, O God. Brew me a magic liquor, boys, with your glances. The very soul is drunken. Thou art drunken, O my God, upon my kisses. The universe reels. Thou hast looked upon it twice, and all is done. 
Come, O oh my God, and let us embrace, lazily, hungrily, ardently, patiently, so will I work. There shall be an end. O oh God, O oh God, I am a fool to love thee, thou art cruel, thou withholdest thyself, come now to me, I love thee, I love thee, O oh my darling, my darling, kiss me, kiss me, ah, but again, sleep, take me, death, take me, this life is too full, it pains, it slays, it suffices. Let me go back into the world, yea, back into the world. This is the reading for March 21st. This corresponds to the Aeon or Judgment card. Today's reading is Chapter 4 of Lieber 65. O crystal heart, I the serpent clasp thee, I drive home mine head into the central core of thee, O God, my beloved, even as on the resounding wind-swept heights of Mytilina, some godlike woman casts aside the lyre, and with her locks aflame as an aureole plunges into the wet heart of the creation, so I, O Lord my God. There is a beauty unspeakable in this heart of corruption, where the flowers are aflame. Ah, me, but the thirst of thy joy parches up in this throat, so that I cannot sing. I will make me a little boat of my tongue, and explore the unknown rivers. It may be that the everlasting salt may turn to sweetness, and that my life may be no longer a thirst. O oh, ye that drink of the brine of your desire, ye are nigh to madness. Your torture increaseth as ye drink, yet still ye drink. Come up through the creeks to the fresh water. I shall be waiting for you with my kisses. As the bezoar stone that is found in the belly of the cow, so is my lover among lovers. Oh, honey boy, bring me thy cool limbs hither. Let us sit a while in the orchard until the sun go down. Let us feast on the cool grass. Bring wine, ye slaves, that the cheeks of my boy may flush red. In the garden of immortal kisses, O thou brilliant one, shine forth. Make thy mouth an opium poppy, that one kiss is the key to the infinite sleep and lucid, the sleep of Shiloh-am. In my sleep I beheld the universe like a clear crystal without one speck. There are purse-proud, penniless ones that stand at the door of the tavern and prate of their feats of wine-bibbing. There are purse-proud, penniless ones that stand at the door of the tavern and revile the guests. The guests dally upon couches of mother-of-pearl in the garden. The noise of the foolish men is hidden from them. Only the innkeeper feareth, lest the favor of the king be withdrawn from him. 
Thus spake the magister, V, 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 unto Adonai his god, as they played together in the starlight over against the deep black pool that is in the holy place of the holy house beneath the altar of the holiest one. But Adonai laughed and played more languidly. Then the scribe took note and was glad. But Adonai had no fear of the magician in his play, for it was Adonai who had taught all his tricks to the magician. And the magister entered into the play of the magician. When the magician laughed, he laughed, all as a man should do. And Adonai said, Thou art enmeshed in the web of the magician, this, he said, subtly, to try him. But the magister gave no sign of the magistry, and laughed back on him. O Lord, O beloved, did these fingers relax on thy curls, or these eyes turn away from thine eye? And Adonai delighted in him exceedingly. Yea, O my master, thou art the beloved of the beloved one. The Benu bird is set up in Philae, not in vain. I, who was the priestess of Ahathur, rejoice in your love. Arise, O Nile God, and devour the holy place of the cow of heaven. Let the milk of the stars be drunk up by Sebek, the dweller of Nile. Arise, O serpent Apep. Thou art Adonai, the beloved one. Thou art my darling and my lord, and thy poison is sweeter than the kisses of Isis, the mother of the gods. For thou art he, yea, thou shalt swallow up Asi and Asar and the children of Ptah. Thou shalt pour forth the flood of poison to destroy the works of the magician. Only the destroyer shall devour thee. Thou shalt blacken his throat, wherein his spirit abideth. Ah, serpent Apep, but I love thee. My God, let thy secret fang pierce to the marrow of the little secret bone that I have kept against the day of vengeance of Hur-Ra. Let Kepra sound his sharded drone. Let the jackals of day and night howl in the wilderness of time. Let the towers of the universe totter and the guardians hasten away. For my Lord hath revealed himself as a mighty serpent, and my heart is the blood of his body." I am like a lovesick courtesan of Corinth. I have toyed with kings and captains and made them my slaves. Today I am the slave of the little asp of death, and who shall loosen our love? Weary, weary, saith the scribe, who shall lead me to the sight of the rapture of my master? The body is weary, and the soul is sore weary, and sleep weighs down the eyelids, yet ever abides the sure consciousness of ecstasy, unknown, yet knowing, in that its being is certain. O Lord, be my helper, and bring me to the bliss of the Beloved. I came to the house of the Beloved, and the wine was like fire that flieth with green wings through the world of the waters. I felt the red lips of nature and the black lips of perfection. Like sisters, they fondled me, their little brother. They decked me out as a bride. They mounted me for thy bridal chamber. They fled away at thy coming. I was alone before thee.
I trembled at thy coming. O my God, for thy messenger was more terrible than the death star. On, on the threshold stood the fulminant figure of evil, the horror of emptiness. With his ghastly eyes like poisonous wells, he stood, and the chamber was corrupt, the air stank. He was an old and gnarled fish, more hideous than the shells of Abaddon. He enveloped me with his demon tentacles, yea, the eight fears took hold over me, but I was anointed with the right sweet oil of the magister. I slipped from the embrace as a stone from the sling of a boy of the woodlands. I was smooth and hard as ivory, the horror got no hold. Then, at the noise of the wind of thy coming, he was dissolved away, and the abyss of the great void was unfolded before me. Across the waveless sea of eternity thou didst ride with thy captains and thy hosts, with thy chariots and horsemen and spearmen didst thou travel through the blue. Before I saw thee, thou wast already with me. I was smitten through by thy marvelous spear. I was stricken as a bird by the bolt of the thunderer. I was pierced as the thief by the lord of the garden. O oh, my lord, let us sail upon the sea of blood. There is a deep taint beneath the ineffable bliss. It is the taint of generation. Yea, though the flower wave bright in the sunshine, the root is deep in the darkness of earth. Praise to thee, O beautiful dark earth. Thou art the mother of a million myriads of myriads of flowers. Also I beheld my God, and the countenance of him was a thousandfold brighter than the lightning. Yet in his heart I beheld the slow and dark one, the ancient one, the devourer of his children. In the height and the abyss, O oh my beautiful, there is no thing, verily there is no thing at all, that is not altogether and perfectly fashioned for thy delight. Light cleaveth unto light, and filth to filth, with pride one condemneth another, but not thou, who art all and beyond it, who art absolved from the division of the shadows. O day of eternity, let thy wave break in foamless glory of sapphire upon the laborious coral of our making. We have made us a ring of glistening white sand strewn wisely in the midst of the delightful ocean. Let the palms of brilliance flower upon our island. We shall eat of their fruit and be glad. But for me the lustral water, the great ablution, the dissolving of the soul in that resounding abyss. I have a little son like a wanton goat. My daughter is like an unfledged eaglet. They shall get them fins, that they may swim, that they may swim. O oh, my beloved, swim far in the warm honey of thy being, O oh, blessed one, O oh, boy of beatitude. This heart of mine is girt about with the serpent that devoureth his own coils. When shall there be an end, O oh, my darling? O oh, when shall the universe and the Lord thereof be utterly swallowed up? Nay, who shall devour the infinite? Who shall undo the wrong of the beginning?
Thou criest like a white cat upon the roof of the universe. There is none to answer thee. Thou art like a lonely pillar in the midst of the sea. There is none to behold thee, O thou who beholdest all. Thou dost faint, thou dost fail, thou scribe, cried the desolate voice. But I have filled thee with a wine whose savor thou knowest not. It shall avail to make drunken the people of the old gray sphere that rolls in the infinite far off. They shall lap the wine as dogs that lap the blood of a beautiful courtesan pierced through by the spear of a swift rider through the city. I, too, am the soul of the desert. Thou shalt seek me yet again in the wilderness of sand. At thy right hand a great lord and a comely, at thy left hand a woman clad in gossamer and gold and having the stars in her hair. Ye shall journey far into a land of pestilence and evil. Ye shall encamp in the river of a foolish city, forgotten. There shall ye meet with me. There will I make mine habitation. As for bridal will I come bedecked and anointed. There shall the consummation be accomplished. O oh, my darling, I also wait for the brilliance of the hour ineffable, when the universe shall be like a girdle for the midst of the ray of our love extending beyond the permitted end of the endless one. Then, O oh, thou heart, will I, the serpent, eat thee wholly up. Yea, I will eat thee wholly up. This is the reading for March 22nd. In this series, it is corresponded to the Sun card. Today's reading will be Lieber 7, Chapter 4. I am like a maiden bathing in a clear pool of fresh water. O oh my God, I see thee, dark and desirable, rising through the water as a golden smoke. Thou art altogether golden, the hair and the eyebrows and the brilliant face, even into the fingertips and toe tips, Thou art one rosy dream of gold. Deep into thine eyes that are golden my soul leaps, like an archangel menacing the sun. My sword passes through and through thee. Crystalline moons ooze out of thy beautiful body that is hidden behind the ovals of thine eyes. Deeper, ever deeper, I fall, even as the whole universe falls down the abyss of years. For eternity calls, the overworld calls, the world of the word is awaiting us. Be done with speech, O God. Fasten the fangs of the hound eternity in this my throat. I am like a wounded bird flapping in circles. Who knows where I shall fall? O blessed one, O God, O my devourer, let me fall, fall down, fall away, afar, alone, let me fall, no is, nor is there any rest, sweetheart, 
save in the cradle of royal Bacchus, the thigh of the most holy one, there rest under the canopy of night. Uranus chid Eros, Marcius chid Olympus, I chid my beautiful lover with his sun-ray mane. Shall I not sing? Shall not mine incantations bring around me the wonderful company of the wood gods, their bodies glistening with the ointment of moonlight and honey and myrrh? Worshipful are ye, O my lovers, let us forward to the dimmest hollow. There we will feast upon mandrake and upon molly. There the lovely one shall spread us his holy banquet. In the brown cakes of corn we shall taste the food of the world and be strong. In the ruddy and awful cup of death we shall drink the blood of the world and be drunken. Ohe, the song to Ea-O, the song to Ea-O. Come, let us sing to thee, Iacchus invisible, Iacchus triumphant, Iacchus indicible, Iacchus, O Iacchus, O Iacchus, be near us. Then was the countenance of all time darkened, and the true light shone forth. There was also a certain cry in an unknown tongue, whose stridency troubled the still waters of my soul, so that my mind and my body were healed of their disease, self-knowledge. Yea, an angel troubled the waters. This was the cry of him. Nor did I sing this for a thousand times a night, for a thousand nights before thou camest. O my flaming God, and pierced me with thy spear. Thy scarlet robe unfolded the whole heavens, so that the gods said, All is burning. It is the end. Also, thou didst set thy lips to the wound, and suck out a million eggs, and thy mother sat upon them, and lo, stars, and stars, and ultimate things, whereof stars are the atoms. Then I perceived thee, O my God, sitting like a white cat upon the trellis work of the arbor, and the hum of the spinning worlds was but thy pleasure. O white cat, the sparks fly from thy fur, thou dost crackle with splitting the worlds. I have seen more of thee in the white cat than I saw in the vision of aeons. In the boat of Ra did I travel, but I never found upon the visible universe any being like unto thee. Thou wast like a winged white horse, and I raced thee through eternity against the Lord of the gods. So still we race. Thou wast like a flake of snow falling in the pine-clad woods. In a moment thou wast lost in a wilderness of the like and the unlike, but I beheld the beautiful God at the back of the blizzard, and thou wast he. Also I read in a great 
book. On ancient skin was written in letters of gold, Verbum fit verbum, also vitriol, and the hierophant's name, V, 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 V. All this wheeled in fire, in starfire, rare and far and utterly lonely. Even as thou and I, O desolate soul, my God, yea, and the writing. It is well. This is the voice which shook the earth. Eight times he cried aloud, And by eight and by eight shall I count thy favors. O thou elevenfold God, four hundred eighteen, yea, and by many more, by the ten in the twenty-two directions, even as the perpendicular of the pyramid, so shall thy favors be. If I number them, they are one. Excellent is thy love, O Lord. Thou art revealed by the darkness, and he who gropeth in the horror of the groves shall haply catch thee, even as a snake that seizeth on a little singing bird. I have caught thee, O my soft thrush. I am like a hawk of mother of emerald. I catch thee by instinct, though my eyes fail from thy glory. Yet they are but foolish folk yonder. I see them on the yellow sand, all clad in Tyrian purple. They draw their shining god unto the land in nets. They build a fire to the Lord of fire, and cry unhallowed words, even the dreadfulest curse, Amri Maratza Maratza Atman Deona Lastadza Maratza Maritza Maran. Then do they cook the shining god, and gulp him whole? These are evil folk. O oh, beautiful boy, let us pass on to the other world. Let us make ourselves into a pleasant bait, into a seductive shape. I will be like a splendid naked woman with ivory breasts and golden nipples. My whole body shall be like the milk of the stars. I will be lustrous and Greek, a courtesan of Delos, the unstable isle. Thou shalt be like a little red worm on a hook, but thou and I will catch our fish alike. Then wilt thou be a shining fish with golden back and silver belly. I will be like a violent, beautiful man, stronger than two score bulls, a man of the west, bearing a great sack of precious jewels upon a staff that is greater than the axis of the all. And the fish shall be sacrificed to thee, and the strong man crucified for me, and thou and I will kiss and atone for the wrong of the beginning, yea, for the wrong of the beginning. This is the reading for March 23rd. In this series, it is corresponded to the Moon card. This reading is from Lieber 7, it is chapter 6. Thou wast a priestess, O my God, among the Druids. 
and we knew the powers of the oak. We made us a temple of stones in the shape of the universe, even as thou didst wear openly and I concealed. There we performed many wonderful things by midnight, by the waning moon did we work. Over the plain came the atrocious cry of wolves, we answered, we hunted with the pack. We came even unto the new chapel, and thou didst bear away the holy grail beneath thy druid vestments. Secretly and by stealth did we drink of the informing sacrament. Then a terrible disease seized upon the folk of the gray land, and we rejoiced. O oh my God, disguise thy glory, come as a thief, and let us steal away the sacraments. In our groves, in our cloistral cells, in our honeycomb of happiness, let us drink, let us drink. It is the wine that tinges everything with the true tincture of infallible gold. There are deep secrets in these songs. It is not enough to hear the bird. To enjoy song, he must be the bird. I am the bird, and thou art my song. O oh, my glorious, galloping God, thou reignest in the stars, thou drivest the constellations seven abreast through the circus of nothingness. Thou gladiator God, I play upon mine harp. Thou fightest the beasts and the flames. Thou takest thy joy in the music, and I in the fighting. Thou and I art beloved of the emperor. See, he has summoned us to the imperial dais. The night falls. It is a great orgy of worship and bliss. The night falls like a spangled cloak from the shoulders of a prince upon a slave. He rises a free man. Cast thou, O prophet, the cloak upon these slaves. A great night, and scarce fires therein, but freedom for the slave that its glory shall encompass. So also I went down into the great sad city. There dead Messalina bartered her crown for poison from the dead Locusta. There stood Caligula, and smote the seas of forgetfulness. Who was thou, O Caesar, that thou knewest God in an horse? For, lo, we beheld the white horse of the Saxon engraven upon the earth, and we beheld the horses of the sea that flame around the old gray land, and the foam from their nostrils enlightens us. Ah, but I love thee, God. Thou art like a moon upon the ice world. Thou art like the dawn of the utmost snows upon the burnt-up flats of the tiger's land. By silence and by speech do I worship thee. But all is in vain. Only thy silence and thy speech that worship me avail. Wail, O ye folk of the gray land, for we have drunk your wine and left ye but the bitter dregs. Yet from these we will distill ye a liquor beyond the nectar of the gods. 
There is value in our tincture for a world of spice and gold, for our red powder of projection is beyond all possibilities. There are few men. There are enough. We shall be full of cup-bearers, and the wine is not stinted. O oh dear my God, what a feast thou hast provided! Behold the lights and the flowers and the maidens, taste of the wines and the cates and the splendid meats, breathe in the perfumes and the clouds of little gods like wood nymphs that inhabit the nostrils, feel with your whole body the glorious smoothness of the marble coolth and the generous warmth of the sun and the slaves. Let the invisible inform the all-devouring light of its disruptive vigor. Yea, all the world is split apart as an old gray tree by the lightning. Come, O ye gods, and let us feast. Thou, O my darling, O my ceaseless sparrow god, my delight, my desire, my deceiver, come thou and chirp at my right hand. This was the tale of the memory of Al-Ain, the priest, yea, of Al-Ain, the priest. This is the reading for March 24th. It is corresponded in this series to the Emperor card. This reading is the full text of Liber 40, also known as Liber Zadi. In the name of the Lord of Initiation, Amen. I fly, and I alight as an hawk. Of Mother of Emerald are my mighty sweeping wings. I swoop down upon the black earth, and it gladdens into green at my coming. Children of earth, rejoice! Rejoice exceedingly, for your salvation is at hand. The end of sorrow is come. I will ravish you away into mine unutterable joy. I will kiss you and bring you to the bridal. I will spread a feast before you in the house of happiness. I am not come to rebuke you or to enslave you. I bid you not to turn from your voluptuous ways, from your idleness, from your follies. But I bring you joy to your pleasure, peace to your languor, wisdom to your folly. All that ye do is right, if so be that ye enjoy it. I am come against sorrow, against weariness, against them that seek to enslave you. I pour you lustral wine that giveth you delight both at the sunset and the dawn. Come with me, and I will give you all that is desirable upon the earth, because I give you that of which earth and its joys are but as shadows. They flee away, but my joy abideth even unto the end. I have hidden myself beneath a mask. I am a black and terrible God. With courage conquering fear shall ye approach me. Ye shall lay down your heads upon mine altar, expecting the sweep of the sword. 
But the first kiss of love shall be radiant upon your lips, and all my darkness and terror shall turn to light and joy. Only those who fear shall fail. Those who have bent their backs to the yoke of slavery until they can no longer stand upright, them will I despise. But you who have defied the law, you who have conquered by subtlety or force, you will I take unto me, even I will take you unto me. I ask you to sacrifice nothing at mine altar. I am the God who giveth all, light, life, love, force, fantasy, fire, these do I bring you. Mine hands are full of these. There is joy in the setting out. There is joy in the journey. There is joy in the goal. Only if ye are sorrowful or weary or angry or discomforted, then ye may know that ye have lost the golden thread, the thread wherewith I guide you to the heart of the groves of Eleusis. My disciples are proud and beautiful. They are strong and swift. They rule their way like mighty conquerors. The weak, the timid, the imperfect, the cowardly, the poor, the tearful, these are mine enemies, and I am come to destroy them. This also is compassion, an end to the sickness of earth, a rooting out of the weeds, a watering of the flowers. O oh, my children, ye are more beautiful than the flowers, ye must not fade in your season. I love you. I would sprinkle you with the divine dew of immortality. This immortality is no vain hope beyond the grave. I offer you the certain consciousness of bliss. I offer it at once, on earth. Before an hour hath struck the bell, ye shall be with me in the abodes that are beyond decay. Also I give you power earthly and joy earthly, wealth and health and length of days, adoration and love shall cling to your feet and twine around your heart. Only your mouths shall drink of a delicious wine, the wine of Iachus. They shall reach ever to the heavenly kiss of the beautiful God. I reveal unto you a great mystery. Ye stand between the abyss of height and the abyss of depth. In either awaits you a companion, and that companion is yourself. Ye can have no other companion. Many have arisen, being wise. They have said, Seek out the glittering image in the place ever golden, and unite yourselves with it. Many have arisen, being foolish. They have said, Stoop down unto the darkly splendid world and be wedded to that blind creature of the slime. I, who am beyond wisdom and folly, arise and say unto you, Achieve both weddings, unite yourselves with both. Beware, beware, I say, lest ye seek after the one and lose the other. My adepts stand upright, their head above the heavens, their feet below the hells. But since one is naturally attracted to the angel, another to the demon, let the first strengthen the lower link, the last attach more firmly to the higher. Thus shall equilibrium become perfect. I will aid my disciples. 
As fast as they acquire this balanced power and joy, so faster will I push them. They shall, in their turn, speak from this invisible throne. Their words shall illumine the worlds. They shall be masters of majesty and might. They shall be beautiful and joyous. They shall be clothed with victory and splendor. They shall stand upon the firm foundation. The kingdom shall be theirs. Yea, the kingdom shall be theirs. In the name of the Lord of Initiation, Amen. This is the reading for March 25th. In this series, it is corresponded to the Tower card. I'll be reading Lieber 7, Chapter 1. My God, how I love thee! With the vehement appetite of a beast, I hunt thee through the universe. Thou art standing, as it were, upon a pinnacle at the edge of some fortified city. I am a white bird, and perch upon thee. Thou art my lover. I see thee as a nymph, with her white limbs stretched by the spring. She lies upon the moss. There is none other but she. Art thou not Pan? I am he. Speak not, O oh my God. Let the work be accomplished in silence. Let my cry of pain be crystallized into a little white fawn to run away into the forest. Thou art a centaur, O oh my God, from the violet blossoms that crown thee to the hoofs of the horse. Thou art harder than tempered steel. There is no diamond beside thee. Did I not yield this body and soul? I woo thee with a dagger drawn across my throat. Let the spout of blood quench thy blood thirst, O oh my God. Thou art a little white rabbit in the burrow night. I am greater than the fox and the hole. Give me thy kisses, O oh Lord God. The lightning came and licked up the little flock of sheep. There is a tongue and a flame. I see that trident walking over the sea. A phoenix hath it for its head. Below are two prongs. They spear the wicked. I will spear thee, O thou little gray god, unless thou beware, from the gray to the gold, from the gold to that which is beyond the gold of Ophir. My god, but I love thee. Why hast thou whispered so ambiguous things? Wast thou afraid? O goat-hoofed one, O horned one, O pillar of lightning, from the lightning fall pearls, from the pearls black specks of nothing. I based all on one, one on naught. Afloat in the aether, O my God, my God, O thou great hooded son of glory, cut off these eyelids, nature shall die out. She hideth me, closing mine eyelids with fear. She hideth me from my destruction. O thou open eye, O ever-weeping one, not Isis my mother, nor Osiris myself, but the incestuous Horus given over to Typhon, so may I be. There thought, and thought is evil. Pan, Pan, Eo Pan, 
it is enough. Fall not into death, O my soul, think that death is the bed into which you are falling. O oh, how I love thee, O oh, my God, especially is there a vehement parallel light from infinity, vilely diffracted in the haze of this mind. I love thee, I love thee, I love thee. Thou art a beautiful thing, whiter than a woman in the column of this vibration. I shoot up vertically like an arrow and become that above, but it is death and the flame of the pyre. Ascend in the flame of the pyre, O my soul. Thy God is like the cold emptiness of the utmost heaven, into which thou radiatest thy little light. When thou shalt know me, O empty God, my flame shall utterly expire in thy great N-O-X. What shalt thou be, my God, when I have ceased to love thee? A worm, a nothing, a nittering knave. But, oh, I love thee. I have thrown a million flowers from the basket of the beyond at thy feet. I have anointed thee and thy staff with oil and blood and kisses. I have kindled thy marble into life. I into death, I have been smitten with the reek of thy mouth that drinketh never wine but life. How the dew of the universe whitens the lips. Ah, trickling flow of the stars of the mother supernal begone. I am she that should come, the virgin of all men. I am a boy before thee, O thou satyr god. Thou wilt inflict the punishment of pleasure. Now, 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 Eopan, Eopan, I love thee, I love thee, O my god. Spare me now, it is done. Death. I cried aloud the word, and it was a mighty spell to bind the invisible an enchantment to unbind the bound, yea, to unbind the bound. This is the reading for March 26th. In this series, it is corresponded to the Devil card. I'll be reading Lieber 370, or Lieber Aash. Gnarled oak of God, in thy branches is the lightning nested. Above thee hangs the eyeless hawk. Thou art blasted and black, supremely solitary in that heath of scrub. Up the ruddy clouds hang over thee, it is the storm. There is a flaming gash in the sky. Up. Thou art tossed about in the grip of the storm for an aeon and an aeon and an aeon, but thou givest not thy sap, thou fallest not. Only in the end shalt thou give up thy sap when the great god F-I-A-T is enthroned on the day of Be With Us. For two things are done, and a third thing is begun. 
Isis and Osiris are given over to incest and adultery. Horus leaps up thrice armed from the womb of his mother. Harpocrates, his twin, is hidden within him. Set is his holy covenant that he shall display in the great day of M-A-A-T, that is, being interpreted the master of the temple of A-A, whose name is Truth. Now, in this is the magical power known. It is like the oak that hardens itself and bears up against the storm. It is weather-beaten and scarred and confident like a sea captain. Also it straineth like a hound in the leash. It hath pride and great subtlety, yea, and glee also. Let the Magus act thus in his conjuration. Let him sit and conjure. Let him draw himself together in that farcefulness. Let him rise next, swollen and straining. Let him dash back the hood from his head and fix his basilisk eye upon the sigil of the demon. Then let him sway the force of him to and fro like a satyr in silence until the word burst from his throat. Then let him not fall exhausted, although he might have been ten thousandfold the human, but that which floodeth him is the infinite mercy of the genitor genitrix of the universe, whereof he is the vessel. Nor do thou deceive thyself. It is easy to tell the live force from the dead matter. It is no easier to tell the live snake from the dead snake. Also, concerning vows, be obstinate, and be not obstinate. Understand that the yielding of the yoni is one with the lengthening of the lingam. Thou art both these, and thy vow is but the rustling of the wind on Mount Meru. Now shalt thou adore me, who am the eye and the tooth, the goat of the spirit, the lord of creation. I am the eye in the triangle, the silver star that ye adore. I am Baphomet, that is the eightfold word that shall be equilibrated with three. There is no act or passion that shall not be a hymn in mine honor. All holy things and all symbolic things shall be my sacraments. These animals are sacred unto me, the goat and the duck and the ass and the gazelle, the man, the woman, and the child. All corpses are sacred unto me. They shall not be touched save in my Eucharist. All lonely places are sacred unto me. Where one man gathereth himself together in my name, there will I leap forth in the midst of him. I am the hideous God, and who mastereth me is uglier than I. Yet I give more than Bacchus and Apollo. My gifts exceed the olive and the horse. Who worshipeth me must worship me with many rites. I am concealed with all concealments. When the most holy ancient one is stripped and driven through the marketplace, I am still secret and apart. Whom I love, 
I chastise with many rods. All things are sacred to me. No thing is sacred from me. For there is no holiness where I am not. Fear not when I fall in the fury of the storm. For mine acorns are blown afar by the wind, and verily I shall rise again, and my children about me, so that we shall uplift our forest in eternity. Eternity is the storm that covereth me. I am existence, the existence that existeth not save through its own existence, that is beyond the existence of existences, and rooted deeper than the no-thing tree in the land of no-thing. Now, therefore thou knowest when I am within thee, when my hood is spread over thy skull, when my might is more than the pinned Indus, and restless as the giant glacier. For as thou art before a lewd woman in thy nakedness in the bazaar, sucked up by her slyness and smiles, so art thou holy and no more in part before the symbol of the beloved, though it be but a paseka or a yantra or a deva, and in all that shall thou create the infinite bliss and the next link of the infinite chain." This chain reaches from eternity to eternity, ever in triangles. Is not my symbol a triangle? Even in circles, is not the symbol of the Beloved a circle? Therein is all progress base illusion, for every circle is alike and every triangle alike. But the progress is progress, and progress is rapture, constant, dazzling showers of light, waves of dew, flames of the hair of the great goddess, flowers of the roses that are about her neck. Amen. Therefore, lift up thyself as I am lifted up. Hold thyself in as I am master to accomplish. At the end, be the end far distant as the stars that lie in the navel of Nuit. Do thou slay thyself as I at the end am slain, in the death that is life, in the peace that is mother of war, in the darkness that holds light in his hand, as a harlot that plucks a jewel from her nostrils. So, therefore, the beginning is delight, and the end is delight, and delight is in the midst. Even as the Indus is water in the cavern of the glacier, and water among the greater hills and the lesser hills, and through the ramparts of the hills, and through the plains, and water at the mouth thereof, when it leaps forth into the mighty sea, yea, into the mighty sea. Thank you for listening to some or all of these eight recordings from a series of 22. 
This is the end of part one. I will begin the next episode with the reading for March 27th. As always, this is Frauder H. saying, Hey...